0: Welcome to the Temple of Glory Community Church, where the Word of God is never compromised. At this time, our pastor, Bishop Matthew Odom Sr., will deliver the message for the people of God. Please like, share, and subscribe to this message. Ephesians chapter six, verse twelve. After Paul says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, he says, "Here's here's here's who we're fighting. Is the word principal? Everybody say principal." Okay, are we on one accord? How many of you have heard or used the expression, I plead the blood of Jesus? Okay, now be careful before you answer. Why are we pleading for something that has already made provision for us to be free. I'm not telling you don't use it. I'm not saying. I, you know. Sometimes we'll say things. Because it's custom. We're used to. We're familiar. I plead. The, the blood of. Je-. Okay great. But if you're going to plead. The blood of Jesus. Make sure you do it. In the proper context. Y'all ain't going to help me. If you're going to plead. The blood of Jesus. You have to plead it with. An assurance that whatever it is you're asking for has already been made available. Because if not, you're asking Jesus to go back to Calvary. And he doesn't need to do that. Everything that was needed to be done has already been done when Jesus gave his life On the cross, I plead the blood of Jesus must be used as a declaration of my assurance that my superior officer has already, my commander in chief, already made the necessary provision. But you can't do that if you haven't signed up. Now, some of us in here are saved, we volunteered. Truth be told, some of us in here that are saved got drafted. But it doesn't matter as long as you know I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I know this is not this is not hooping and hollering and shouting, but I, I need you to hear me tonight. This is really important stuff because. Gene, what we're going to talk about tonight may cause the enemy to come at you all the more. When you accept Christ, I've said this before, when you accept Christ, you automatically become a target. And you are Satan's enemy. First of all, for those of you that may not know this, the devil is hell bound. And while he's hell bound, bound for hell, and then the lake of fire, he's also hell bound, Barbara, in taking as many would-be soldiers of the Lord with him. His his, his, his mode of thinking is, well, if I got to go into uh, uh, the, the, the lake of fire, going into the, I'm, I'm, I ain't going by myself. I'm taking as many, and there's nothing more satisfying to him than to get folk who profess Christ to make a U-turn and go back to the world. Stay with me. Going back to the world doesn't necessarily mean you got to carry a sign that says I'm going back to the world. It could very. It could be as simple as you know what I used to go to church. I don't, I don't even go anymore. I've lost my zeal. I've lost the enthusiasm. I'm not John. I'm not excited about it. y'all. Go ahead. And 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 Satan is reeling, reeling them in. Well, I don't I don't drink as much as I used to. I don't smoke as much as I used to. I don't cuss quite as much as I used to. Let 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 let, let me let me get, let, let's let's get to the point. <sighs> Paul reveals, and I, and and time will not not allow me to to go through all of them. So I'm just going to talk about two things tonight in that 12th verse, and 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 those two things that I want to spend our time bible study time with tonight oh hey facebook family and virtual church i'm sorry love you um principalities and powers principalities and powers well we we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities now take note of this take note of this especially my educators, my teachers. In verse 12, Paul says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. My question, Prince Edda, is why such bad writing decorum? Because any English teacher Would tell you you don't need to use the word against that many times. If we if we were going to if we were going to grade Paul's paper, we would take away from Paul because one against would have been enough. It could have easily have been written. But we wrestle not against uh, against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, the darkness, uh, uh, rulers of the darkness of this age, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. But Paul doesn't write it that way. And you know why? Because Paul places emphasis to make sure you and I see, Elder Dottie, just how serious this is. Against principalities, comma against powers, against rulers, against hosts. This thing is serious. I want want, the first thing that I want to share with you is this. Turn with me to the book of Daniel, chapter ten. Daniel chapter ten. We're talking about principalities. We're not wrestling. Against flesh and blood. And this is crazy, Tim, because uh, we've learned to this point that for the Christian, a lot of what we have to deal with is hand-to-hand. It's not fighting from one shore to another. It's up close and personal. How do you know that? Because next week and the week after, we're going to find out that we've got to be dressed for hand-to-hand combat. We're going to be dressed with defensive armor. We're going to be dressed with an offensive piece. Actually, there are two offensive pieces, but I'll deal with that later. This is up close and personal. This is corporate, yes, but it's also individual, which means that you're going to have to, there are going to be some days you're going to have to stand your ground. I wish I had three people in there. There are going to be some days if you've not been there yet, you're going to have to stand against his schemes, against his ploys, against his stratagems. There are going to be some days you're going to have to stand against coercion. You're going to have to stand against being persuaded. Yes, you're even going to have to stand arms even when the enemy tries to intimidate you. And if your relationship with Jesus ain't nothing but a good shout on Sunday, I feel sorry for you, because the real believer knows that the enemy may come three o'clock Thursday morning. The enemy may come when you least expect it. The enemy may come when you're uh, uh, everything's it. You just can't come to church. And spend an hour and a half. Y'all want to get out in an hour, but it ain't going to happen. And, and, and expect everything to be hunker dory. No, it doesn't work that way. Look at somebody and tell them, you got, you, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to fight. I told you last week. I told you last week when Tiffany was standing in the middle of the church. You can't see your enemies. They're invisible. But this morning, I shared this with you for those of you that didn't see it. Your enemy is a supernatural creature. But when you get saved, Brother Coates, you have the creator inside of you. And, And the creature ain't trying to be the creator. Principality. Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. There now there's a lot of reading to be done, and I would strongly advise that you read chapter 10 in its entirety. But let's zero in on something that will give you pause tonight. Uh, I'm going to start reading uh, at verse 10, Daniel 10 and 10. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. Daniel was down there crawling like a dog. And he said to me, Oh Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, Daniel says, I stood trembling. And then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. This is what the angel of the Lord, some say it's Gabriel, talking talking to Daniel. Daniel's scared to death, and, and, and he's trembling. But notice what the spiritual being says in verse thirteen. I heard you, I heard your prayer from day one, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days and 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 check this out. I'm sorry. Behold, Michael one of the chief princes came to help me. For I had been left alone there. With the king of Persia. Daniel had been praying and fasting for three weeks and hadn't We find out why the prayer hadn't been answered. Now, the very first thing the angel says is I heard your prayer the day, the moment, the hour you prayed. But on my way to you, I was withheld. I was withstood by the prince, Persia, principality. What is a principality? A principality is a minor, minor grouping or region or territory that's being governed by a subordinate prince. Okay, ain't, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody here but me and Twan. Have any of you ever heard Satan uh, having been called the prince of the power of the air? Okay, if he's the creature and God's the creator, then that means that this prince is a subordinate to the king. But even though he is a subordinate to the king, he still has supernatural power. And Paul tells us tonight that we shouldn't be fighting with one another because there are invisible forces that govern regions. That govern territories where presently it appears that the devil is in control. There are some areas geographically that, that are, 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 are suffering because of the influence of the enemy. About 12, 14 years ago, I've shared this with you. I had the privilege of, of, of spending uh, six days doing missionary work in Haiti. And I promise you, that's some place that 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 you don't want to go if you don't know where you're going. The church that I ministered in, Darnell, the church that I preached in, right Across the street was a church that uh, uh, worshipped black magic right across the street. I'm talking less than here to that door. I'm over there talking about Jesus Christ. They're over there talking about Satan and glorifying Satan and worshipping Satan. We don't even realize what privilege it is For us to have the liberty to come into the house of God and praise the Lord. And and what's painful, Diane, is the fact that we oftentimes don't come with enthusiasm. We come as if we're doing God a favor. We come as if God owes us something for showing up when the truth of the matter is Gloria. Every chance we get. We ought to get in here and praise God like we're losing our minds. Why should we praise him? Because we're in a position that we're not being persecuted for giving God glory. We're in a position where we don't have to fight witches and warlocks. And oh, by the way, they are real. Many third world nations are so subjected to the powerful influence of these principalities that that it's, it's beyond, you don't even want to talk about it. I read somewhere in the New Testament that Jesus isn't coming back until the word has been preached all over the land and then expect him to return now let's break that down a little bit more principality is an entity uh, where there is leadership over territory over a region now if you look and we'll we'll talk about it later on elder Christmas but if you look at this you will see Satan's hierarchy And that's important for this this reason. He has to have organization because as a creature, he does not have the attributes of the creator. Satan is not omniscient. He doesn't know everything. That's why your prayers can be effective. He's not omnipotent. He doesn't have all power. He's got more than you have. If you're trying to function outside of the will of Christ Jesus. But he does not have all power. But watch this. When the Holy Ghost is on the inside of you. It means you then have access to an all powerful God. I may not be able to do it. But I'm connected to someone who can. And then thirdly. He's not omnipresent, which means he can't be everywhere, dawn at the same time. Oh, but then here comes the organization. Since because he cannot be, he then stations regiments of fallen angels in different places. Now, I, I, I hope we felt this will make at least Seven people shout. He wants to station demons and fallen angels everywhere they can be most effective. But you, you want to stop the the principalities' forward motion. I don't care how big the principality is. One thing stands for sure, and that is, at the mentioning of the name of Jesus. Demons have to flee. Watch this. So then it makes hey, Deacon Love It, Sister Love It, it makes no sense for your home to be a third world nation. It makes, no, it makes no sense, Brother Prescott, for your home to be a demilitarized zone. Because if you know the name, that's above every name. Even if they have been assigned, to the Washington home, even if they have been assigned to the Anthony home, even if they have been assigned to the Ellis home, if they show up and you're calling on the name of Jesus, they can't stay there. I wish I had somebody Would you high five somebody right now and tell them there's power in the name of Jesus? I'm trying not to preach. I'm supposed to be teaching this, but I'm finding myself getting a little antsy up here because I know that there have been too many times when the devil has sent his demons in my direction. They tried to tear down this, tried to destroy that. They tried to bring health issues and all types of circumstances, but ain't nothing more powerful where two or three Gathered, touching, and agreeing. The purpose of these spirits is to come to distort, to discourage, to distract, to wreak havoc, to confuse anything that he can do to cause you if but for a moment to question your relationship with Jesus. Then they can report back to their leader and and say, oh, we got one over there. He's wavering. And then Satan said, well, add more pressure. I'm talking to you who've been in those situations where you've said to yourself, if it ain't one thing, It's another. Remember what Jesus tells us in John chapter 10, verse 10. He says, The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He said, But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So, my brother, my sister, you have the authority. I I ain't, I ain't saying this right. You have the authority to put the devil and his imps on the run. See, some of y'all don't want to do that because it sounds old fogey and old fashioned and corny, but you better get in the habit of going home on a regular basis and walking through the house and let there be a little Jesus bumping up against the bedroom wall, up against the kitchen, up against the bathroom, in the backyard, on the front porch call on the name of Jesus let the devil know you might have been assigned but you can't stay here i can't say what i want to say cuz i'm on a, a virtual church you 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 ain't got to go home is this making any sense look at me your shout is more authentic when you've been through. I'm talking to the people that know a little something. You know what Peter said? Peter said, after you have suffered just for a while you, you can shout about the goodness of the Lord when you Experience up close and personal the goodness of the Lord. And there is nothing more more exciting than to know that the devil tried can you look at somebody and tell them yeah the devil showed sure try. he tried my husband he tried my kids he tried my family hell he tried me but you know what I know that there is power in the name of Jesus I know that victory is mine I know that greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world I know that no weapon formed a Against me will be able to prosper. I know he'll never leave me or forsake me. I know that I know that I know that I know. So here I am trying to fight me and Sonya flesh. She's, she's throwing verbal slams at me and I'm getting on Facebook talking about her and she's blowing up Twitter talking about me and I'm on Instagram talking about her and here we are back and forth and, and, and Satan's demons are laughing because we're wasting all of this energy, all of this time fighting one another when the silent killer is wreaking havoc walking through our neighborhoods. He hates it that the athletic director of Bethesda is a Christian. He hates it. He hates it. I'm going to see who watches television. He hated it when Judge Mathis got in the courtroom one day and had prayer with some folk. Left the bench, came down, and had prayer. He hates it. He hates it when football players can come together after a game regardless of who won and kneel down and pray together. He hates it when folk, here it is, aren't embarrassed, Elder Gene, to call on the name of Jesus publicly. Y'all think I'm making this up. It, it, It isn't as prevalent as it was 20 years ago. But I promise you, I wouldn't lie to you. There have been so many times I uh, was asked to pray in venues that, that wasn't church. And these so-and-sos had the audacity to tell me, well, now, Reverend, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to call on the name. I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, how you doing? I'm going to be honest with you. In my youth, I battled with it because I didn't know any better. But then the Holy Ghost started dealing with me. What do you mean? They ask you to pray, but then they're gonna tell you not to call on the name of Jesus. When it was Jesus that put food on mama's table back in the fifties. When it was Jesus that kept the lights on when you didn't have money. When it was Jesus that kept you when you were at the club and they started shooting and you got out of there. It was Jesus that brought your child back from drugs, brought your family back. And now you're going to tell me. And now I understand anything that the enemy can do to neutralize, to cancel out the name. See, Jesus, the name of Jesus is Satan's atom bomb. The name of Jesus is Satan's greatest fear. I mean, to, to Satan, the name of Jesus is like a nuclear weapon i go better than that. Satan thinks he's Superman. But the name of Jesus is kryptonite. I, I, I dare you to look at somebody and tell them, don't mess with me. I'm, well, I got some kryptonite. I got some kryptonite. I might laugh and play and talk, but I know how to call on the name. Hey, David, how you doing? Principalities. Principalities. Uh, uh, in the book of Daniel, it says uh, Michael, uh, no, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. And it was so intense, and, and, and I got to get this point. I know we're out of time. It was so intense. Y'all got to get this. This was an angel. DeVita, thank you for everything. This was an angel talking to Daniel. An angel. And the angel needed help. So Shannon, if the angel needed help, what about where my church at? I feel like getting ridiculous for about 25 seconds. I need somebody in here to just let go with a praise because simply because the devil has been coming at you for the last few days, for the last few weeks, for the last few months. You better put that demon on the run. So, the angel said, it got so bad, dude, I had to call in reinforcements. I had to call in reinforcements. Now, I don't know if y'all thought about this. The Bible says that this angel had to get help. And, and Michael, which is the chief, one of the chief angels. Now, watch this. I bet you ain't thought about this. Be it Gabriel. Be it, some, some say Raphael. Uh, Michael, (laughs) Lucifer, they were all created at the same time by the same God. So if anybody knows Satan's ploys, it's God and those he puts on assignment. Michael comes and disrupts the enemy's flow. Vernie, you don't have to wait on Michael. You, you know, it's good to know Michael came then, but, but something happened on Calvary that, that, that put me in a position. I ain't got to send for Gabriel. I ain't got to send for Raphael. I ain't got to send for Abraham, Isaac, or John. All I've got to do is reach down inside of me Sit down. Let me throw this in, and I'll I'll pick it up next week. Movie lovers. Movie lovers, who, 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 who likes a good movie? All right. We have been inundated with diabolical information and the media has taken what's satanic and made it glamorous right now right now and i know y'all don't you don't don't, don't go looking for it but one of the networks actually did a sitcom called lucifer good looking white boy Somebody, somebody, lay hands on her right now. Hierro, copo, and and and, but but my point is this: the witches of Eastwick, Dracula, Blackula, vampire, and all of these. We the media makes it look scintillating and 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 it captures and 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 all the while it's feeding your brain. It's feeding your brain. Now, I, 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 when I was a kid coming up, man, I used to hear about the roots. And, and you know, well, I call myself beginning to read. Man, ain't nothing. That. That's foolish. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Black magic is real. Witchcraft is real. Warlocks are real. All of these things exist. And the greatest, the, the best thing you can ever do for any of these entities is to ignore them or to laugh at it and pretend it doesn't exist. Because we're weakening our wall. Am I making any sense tonight? Talking about Kunta Kente. Roots. People delve in roots. I ain't talking to all of y'all because all of y'all ain't from the country, but it's a handful of us in here that knew about Miss So and So and so that lived at the end of the street. Come on, stay with me. I know you're ready to go home, but I ain't going to let you go yet. This thing is real. Demons on assignment, because I'm talking about principalities, I'm talking about powers, but I got to throw this in. I know you're ready to go, but give, give me five minutes. Demons have the same characteristics as their leader, not creator, because their creator is God, and they rebelled against God, got kicked out of heaven. But Satan is their Hitler, and they have his characteristics. Are you with me, Kevin? Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, one of, one of his best tricks is that he can transform himself into an angel of light. So if you don't really know God and if you're not prayed up, you can be tricked. Now, 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 if I get in trouble, Twan, John, Darnell, Ed, y'all get these folk up off me. When death comes, and we, I saw, I saw, I saw my cousin, I saw my mom, I saw my husband, I saw my wife, and I just know it was a ghost. I know it was them. Well, that contradicts what the Bible says. It's written in the Word of God that the the, the dead aren't privy to what the living are doing. From what I just said about Satan being an angel of light. Demons can come into your dreams, can come into your subconscious. Don't hate me. Don't hate me for sharing this. And 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 they will convince you. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that there are spirits. Because there has to be spirits. There's a holy spirit. So so everything that God does the devil tries to counterfeit. All right? So you got to be mindful of what you latch on to. Can I go deeper? You can leave Temple of Glory and go to a church where folk and this is why I started this way. Uh Begin to tell you, well, you know what? You plead the blood of Jesus. Watch how watch watch jacked up this sounds. How dare you plead the blood of Jesus over a new house or to get a new car or to get possessions? You, see, it's obvious you don't, know, you don't know your Savior. You don't know God. Because if you really know God through his word, then you already know that cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. He wants you to have. He loves for you to have. And he will bless you according. But don't try to sidetrack it and do your own. Y'all don't know nothing about this, uh, but, but some of you had parents that, and I've told you this before, that used to uh, follow Reverend Ike. And some of these prosperity preachers. Now now you show me in the Bible where a man of God or a woman of God is going to tell you, you send me $100, I'm going to send you a prayer cloth. Well, you got folk in a factory cutting out little cubes, that's two inches by two. Just putting them in envelopes sending them to people oh Lord I know I'm going to be blessed now why because I got this prayer cloth. well what about the blood why do you need a prayer call when you got the blood I I ain't going to preach this by myself. Ask your neighbor, why do you need somebody to send you a trinket when the blood has already been shed in your behalf? Jesus went up on the cross and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Why do you need somebody to send you a piece of mess and you're going to worship that thing? And let me tell you something about that. God ain't crazy. God don't like it. Even when you take religious things and worship them instead of worshiping him. That same brazen serpent that he used in Numbers later on in First Kings he had it destroyed because they started following the snake more than they did the Lord. Principalities, regions, levels of demonic activity. And then the other was powers. And I'm going to let it go. Now Look Look with me very quickly because powers are demonic forces that, that work to control your mind, your body, your soul. Soul is the seat of your emotions. Demons can have you in depression like nobody's business. Demons can have you panicking thinking things ain't going to work out. Demons... I want to show you something. You probably not paid this any attention before. Look at Luke. Did I say Luke? Luke 13. Luke 13. Just kind of whisper at your neighbor, child, we in Bible class. Look look at Luke 13. Look at 13. Look at 13 Luke. Look at 13 Luke. In verse 10. In verse 10. Luke 13 and 10. Now he was teaching, he being Jesus, was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, looky, looky. There was a woman who had a spirit. That's a demon. A spirit of infirmity. Holy cow. 18 years Satan had her where she couldn't even stand up. She was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. It doesn't say anything about her having some spinal curvature problem. It doesn't say anything about her sciatic nerve. It doesn't say anything about her sacroiliac. It doesn't say anything about anything structural. Uh-oh. It says that she had a demon. There was a power that was assigned to her to keep her in this condition. Can we give credit where credit is due? For 18 years, in this condition, she yet came to the house of God. I want to raise a question to you tonight. Is there anybody in here right now that's been going through something so horrific, you don't even want folk to know about it? But whatever it may be, financial, relational, medical, whatever it was, or is, guess what? You ought to be recognized and and, and, and and praised because you didn't let what the world called a handicap stop. But I'm not gonna let nothing stop me. Look at verse 12, and I'm gonna turn it over uh, to Pastor Turner. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. Look at this, y'all. He called her to him. Which means, arms, he made her walk. The whole church is looking at her. But he called her to him. And I promise you, somebody was in that congregation going, you know, that's a darn shame. I'm so sick of her every Sunday or Saturday. That was the case every Saturday. Here she is uh, coming, and 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 she come and she pay her 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 collection, and she come and she do this, and she come. But today, and here's where I close. Look at somebody and tell them I've been in this thing long enough. Today, I've been in the storm too long, but. Today, I've been struggling in some things, uh, but today I've been behind in my bills. But today, I'm about to come out. Today, I've been dealing with aches and pains and fevers. But today, today, the devil, uh, the Bible says, Come on, David. The Bible says, When Jesus saw her, uh, he called her to him uh, and said to her, the Woman, uh, Thou art loosed from your infirmities. And the Bible says, and he laid his hands on her. Is there anybody here tonight can honestly say you were in church tonight because the Lord laid his hands on you. Can I get a witness? Anybody here can say the Lord touch your body. Anybody here can witness tonight uh, that the Lord uh, opened up a door for you? Anybody here? The Bible says that he laid hands on her and immediately she was made straight. She was bent over. 18 years. I'm no mathematician, but 18 years at 365 days a year is a mighty long time. But, but today she gets called and she's told to come to him and he says to her, woman, you are loosed from the power that had you Bow. and immediately, two things she stood up. I, I know everybody isn't up, but, but, but can you look? Could you look at somebody and tell them, don't you think it's time for you to stand up? Don't you think it's time for you to, to stand up and stop letting the devil uh, uh, weigh you down? I, I, isn't it time for you to stand up and walk in your authority? Isn't it time for you to stand up and tell the devil to get the hints? But then the second thing, and I'm trying to let the mic go. When she stood up, can anybody tell me what she did? The Bible says she glorified God. She began to glorify God and 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 you. When the best way to glorify God is to share your testimony, you glorify God. You make the devil mad when when you can open up your mouth and tell the world, "I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, yeah, but now I see." Can't nobody. Bless the lord hallelujah can't nobody do me like jesus can't nobody do me like the lord hallelujah. thank you so much for listening in to the temple of glory podcast i know the word have been a blessing to you we'll see you again soon